Good morning and welcome to this service of worship, wherever, whenever and however you are joining with us. We are so grateful for the skills and time of people and the technology which allows us to worship during this period of lockdown. Next Sunday we will celebrate the Sacrament of Holy Communion and this will be by conference call. Members will receive details of how to join later in the week. This will be in a mailing which will also contain your ballot paper regarding the proposed union with Glenburn Parish Church. If you do not receive this, then please contact your elder, the session clerk or deputy or myself. And finally, may I take this opportunity to wish you all a good new year. Come to the water of life, for the Son of God will quench our thirst. Come to the baptism of repentance and the Son of God will forgive our sin. Come into the presence of God. Let's worship God in hymn 112, God whose almighty word, God whose almighty word chaos and darkness heard and took their flight. Hear us, we humbly pray, and where the gospel day sheds not its glorious ray, let there be light. Spirit of truth and love, life-giving holy dove, speed forth your flight, move o'er the water's face, bearing the lamp of grace, and in earth's darkest place, let there be light. Hymn number 112. Now we come to God in prayer. Let's pray. Almighty God, through your might and power, the world was created. And through it now, the world is changed and ever-changing. We read in the scriptures of how you changed people's lives. We hear it in the stories of saints, old and new. We know it through the experience and lives of our own communities. 
And we thank and praise you, Lord, for all that you have done through the changes you have made and are still making in our lives. We thank and praise you for the gift of your Holy Spirit who gives us, your people, strength and the blessing of peace. Lord Jesus Christ, when you came into the world, things changed. When we came into a relationship with you, things changed. Life became filled with a new sense of purpose and peace. But Lord, sometimes we let you down by doing wrong things or failing to do right things. And for this, we are sorry, Lord. Sometimes, Lord, through pride, stubbornness or fear, we build barriers and keep others at arm's length. Even you, Lord. At times we give in to our weaknesses and temptations, failing to draw on your strength. At times we are troubled by difficult situations and find it hard to trust you. We are sorry, Lord. Help us to turn such things around and to turn to you. Help us to learn from the past and drawing on your strength and peace make a better future. Lord God, when Jesus was baptised, you spoke of your love for him. And you showed your love for us through the life of Jesus and his death and resurrection. By the power of the cross, the darkness of our wrongdoing is banished by the light of your loving forgiveness. Thanks be to God. And hear us now as we gather our prayers together in the words of Jesus, praying together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. We turn now to scripture and our readings this morning will be read for us by Stephen. Hello. Our first reading is taken from Genesis. Genesis chapter 1, reading from verse 1 to verse 5. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. God saw that the light was good, and he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning. The first day. Well, here we are, 10 days into 2021 continuing to live our lives in a restricted fashion, separated from others, perhaps fearful for our own health and that of others, 
grateful for the rollout of vaccines, praying each day that the numbers will go the right way and that the vaccines will be able to reduce the risk of infection to individuals and to minimise the spread of this illness. We are here with the hope that we are experiencing the beginning of the end. And both of our scripture readings this week focus on beginnings. In the passage which Stephen has just read, we heard of God creating the, wor the world. In the beginning. In the beginning, God created light. He separated the light from the darkness. Well, it's January. In Scotland, there is not so much light. There is lots of darkness. The long hours of night and the so often heavy and overcast skies. I began to think about light and darkness and how here in the densely populated central belt, it's never really dark. Oh, we can look out at night, but there's the light from the street lamps, the light in a neighbour's window where a young mum is up feeding her baby, or an elderly neighbour is answering a call of nature. We look out of the window and we can see the moon and some of the brightest stars. Go to other parts of the country, areas of dark skies. Look up on a moonless night and the heavens are filled, filled with the sparkle of a million stars. The Milky Way is clearly visible. What a difference, the contrast between light and dark. But today, well today, it seems as if the world is especially dark. It seems as if the world is in a state of chaos. As the world continues to be affected by COVID-19, this week we heard of unrest in the United States as Donald Trump nears the end of his presidency. And we continue to hear of so-called natural disasters such as storms and flooding. Dark times indeed. But it is said that the deepest darkness is just before the dawn. But when the light breaks forth, a new day is revealed in all its glory. As individuals and as churches, we have our times of darkness. There are times of chaos in our lives as well. Times that seem to be disorientating. Times when the darkness seems to be a frightening place. Like now, perhaps. But as the light of God comes into the darkness of such times, we may find that as that light dawns, it can be for us a creative time, a time of new beginnings, a time of opening up new insights and new possibilities for us as individuals, as society, as church. Yes, we are in dark times, both literally and figuratively, and yet, the light is with us. Jesus, the light of the world. Jesus is with us. And we sing of this in our next hymn. Hymn, Christ is our light. Christ is our light, the bright and morning star, covering with radiance all from near and far. Christ be our light. Shine on, shine on, we pray, into our hearts, into our world today. Christ is our love baptised that we may know the love of God among us, swooping low. Christ be our love, bring us to turn our face and see you in the light of heaven's embrace. Hymn number 336, Christ is our light.
Our New Testament reading comes from the book of Mark, reading from verse 4 to verse 11 of chapter 1. That's Mark 1, reading from verse 4. And so John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. The whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem went out to him, confessing their sins and they were baptized by him in the Jordan River. John wore clothing made of camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist and he ate locusts and wild honey. And this was his message. After me comes the one more powerful than I, the straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I baptize you with water but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. At that time, Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. Just as Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open and the spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, you're my son whom I love, with you I am well pleased. Amen, and may God add his blessings to these readings from his holy word. Thank you, Stephen. Well, our gospel reading tells the story of the baptism of Jesus, the event which marked the beginning of his ministry, when Jesus was baptised by his cousin, John the Baptist. In Mark's retelling of this, we hear of the barrier between heaven and earth being torn open. God makes it known that Jesus is indeed his son, his own dear son whom he loves. The Holy Spirit settled upon Jesus. He's filled with the Holy Spirit. So in this event, we have God present as the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Now, as we all know, and indeed, as John the Baptist points out, Jesus has no need of baptism. However, this event, the confirmation of God that this is indeed his beloved son, and the touch of the Spirit seems to kickstart the ministry of Jesus, for it is after this that he begins his preaching, teaching, and healing. 
baptism marked a beginning. Many of us will have been baptised, perhaps as an infant, perhaps later in life. And our baptism marks the beginning of our Christian life, our welcome into the church family. Our baptism marks us as belonging to Christ. And Christ, who was baptised by John, shows his solidarity with humankind. John, well, John came preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. The Greek word used, metanoia, is exciting in that it invites people to look forward towards a new future where old mistakes are left behind and new possibilities open up. The traditional translation of repentance is less attractive because it's often understood as encouraging people to look back, to focus on what has gone wrong in the past, rather than on what could go better in the future. So here's a wee challenge for us at the start of 2021. Let's focus on the future and on what we, individually and collectively, can do better. In the words of the hymn that we're going to sing at the end of this service, let us look forward in faith. It's worth thinking a wee bit more about John's role in all of this. John's mission was to prepare the way for the Lord, to create the circumstances in which change could happen. He had built up a group of people whose lives were oriented towards the promise of a new future, ready and waiting for Jesus. John's call was to the steady, patient work of preparation laying the foundations for all that Jesus would do. And I wonder if we value his work highly enough. But let's not forget that thorough preparation means that the work which follows is better. Think of decorating. How many of us like the washing down, the scraping, the sanding that goes before the painting? And yet, if we skimp on this preparation, the finished work will not be so good. So within the church, spiritually, do we value our own work enough when it doesn't lead to immediate change? When we don't see something happening as a result of what we're doing? But it does demand steady, patient commitment to preparation. Commitment to preparation as we wait and see what God is going to do. January, the beginning of a new calendar year, many people begin the new year with resolutions that may or may not last beyond the end of January. And I wonder how many did not last beyond the end of the 1st of January. Some of these resolutions are, of course, more realistic than others. Here we are in these, if you like, dark days of January, the dark days of once again being restricted in where we go and what we do, the days when so much of our fellowship is put on hold. Maybe this is a good time to prayerfully plan and prepare for the future. For us as a congregation and as individuals, as God's family here on earth to spend time with him in prayer and to think 
about how he wants us to go forward, how his spirit is moving us forward. But to finish, our new beginnings come through the forgiveness God offers. And the forgiveness that God offers is not just the once in a lifetime event of our baptism, but it's all the forward looking opportunities that God offers us each and every day. So as we stand in January, let's look forward in faith to see these opportunities and to go onward with Christ. For we know that the love of Christ is shining on us. The light of the Lord is shining upon us. And we're going to sing of that in our next hymn, the Graham Kendrick hymn, Shine, Jesus, Shine. Lord, the light of your love is shining in the midst of the darkness shining. Jesus, light of the world, shine upon us. From the shadows into your radiance, shine on me as we gaze on your kingly brightness so our faces display your likeness ever changing from glory to glory mirrored here may our lives tell your story the hymn number 448 lord the light of your love is shining
And now we come to God in prayer. Let's pray. Lord God, we have come to worship you, to praise you, to listen for your word. We have come too to lay our offerings before you, our offerings of skills, of time, of talents, of money, of self. May all we offer be used wisely to help build your kingdom, to help share your love with others. And so, Lord, hear us now as we pray for others. Eternal God, it feels as if the whole world has changed. And yet, in you there is stability and the opportunity for a new beginning. So we pray now for those whose lives are in turmoil, those whose lives have been turned upside down, those who feel lost. May they feel supported and find fresh hope. Use our prayers in Jesus' name to strengthen them. We pray for those for whom the lockdown has come as a relief, for those who now feel safer. But we pray too for those who now feel desperate, alone and worried about their jobs, their finances, their mental health. May they feel supported and find fresh hope. Lord, use our prayers in Jesus' name to strengthen them. We pray for children and young adults as their schooling is disrupted. We pray for those who enjoy learning from home, but pray too for those who will lose confidence, who miss their friends, who feel vulnerable. We remember their parents and the parents of children with special needs struggling to cope on their own. We pray for teachers, administrative staff, and all those who feel overwhelmed. May they feel supported, find fresh hope. Lord, use our prayers in Jesus' name to strengthen them. We pray for the people of a divided America at this time of political and racial tension and transition. For the outgoing President Donald Trump and President-elect Joe Biden. We pray too for countries around the world struggling with ethnic violence and militancy. We remember the peoples of West Africa and in particular the people of Niger, villagers who live in fear, those who have been wounded in recent attacks and those who have been bereaved. May they feel supported, find fresh hope. Lord, use our prayers in Jesus' name to strengthen them. We pray for those who have been injured or lost their homes and loved ones in severe weather, remembering particularly the people of Norway affected by landslides and those in Australia battered by cyclones. We pray for those who work in the emergency services, those whose work is dangerous and traumatic. We pray for those in refugee camps with little protection from the weather, those who sleep rough, those who can't afford to heat their homes. May they feel supported. Find fresh hope. Lord, use our prayers in Jesus' name to strengthen them. We pray for one another 
our families, our communities, our church fellowships. In a moment of silence, hear the silent prayers from the depths of our hearts. Lord, hear our prayers, and may we support those who are unwell or grieving. May we bring fresh hope to those who feel forgotten and are vulnerable. And may we, both practically and prayerfully, share our faith in your Son, Jesus, in whose name we entrust these prayers to you. Amen. We close our service this morning with another modern hymn that I find comforting and uplifting. It's the hymn, Look Forward in Faith. Look forward in faith. All time is in God's hand. Walk humbly with him and trust his future plan. God has wisely led his people by his power. Look forward in hope. He gives us each new hour. Look forward in faith. The world is in God's care. His purpose of love, he calls on us to share. In our neighbour's need, the Lord is present still. He blesses the meek. The earth will know God's will. Look forward in faith. God gives us life each day. Go onward with Christ. His spirit guides our way. Now God lets us live within the sphere of grace. Trust ever in him. He rules o'er earth and space. Hymn number 237. Look forward in faith. help us to be open to your prompting as we seek to discover what you would have us be and do. Remind us again and again that you have promised to be our guide and companion on our journey. Help us to look forward with renewed commitment 
and bless our thinking and speaking and doing and the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be with you and all those whom you love this day and forevermore. Thank you.